Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Showman's Show, the show where we talk about all things entertainment. On this show, we're going to go through four sections, and the first section being film. In this film section, uh, I want to talk about anything that's on camera, from TV shows to movies to viral videos, and today we're talking about the movie uh, Blind Spotting. Now, before we get started, I wanted to mention that none of this is sponsored or anything. It's all just my opinion on entertainment today. Uh, and I have the trailer of Blind Spotting pulled up here on my computer, and I was going to take a look at it as I commented on it. Uh, oh, shit. They like to start off the trailer pretty intense. <laughs> I want that car. That, that jacked up purple car I wanted. Can I have that? Is, can we do that? I won't mind. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, this guy's like, I want to get out. I'm like, that's me at like every freaking party I go to. It's like, I, 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 I want to go if you don't mind. Let's see. Comparing gun sizes. That's their same as their dick sizes, but sorry. <laughs> Dude, I would Uber that. Okay, so apparently this guy Ubers the car that I was wanting, and no joke, I would Uber that car too. I'm still not getting the understanding of. I'm, I mean, I get it that the main character is cautious around weapons, but I don't know what the movie's about yet. Ah. So the white guy, so there's the black guy and the white guy. The white guy is the troublemaker, and he's the, like, uncle figure, and then the black guy is the main character. They're in Oakland. They're in a movie company. <laughs> and, they're and they're obviously close because of all the jokes they crack with each other. Let's see. Guy runs into the truck. Oh, shit. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> so the cop shoots the guy down, and our main character says, Oh, go down! <sighs> of course. Not to make any like light of the subject, but I could see that coming. Oh. And that was... Now his daughter's being a little pain in his butt because she's taking his friend's side rather than his. Oh, I like that guy. There's a, this, I don't know who this is, the actor, but this guy is at, the, the white friend is at a party. I mean, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen it, but the white friend is at a party and the guy says, you don't have to act ghetto to be here. And I like that. You know, because I mean, I think there are some people, even in, even who aren't of a darker skin tone, that will act a certain way because they don't feel comfortable in situations. Like, yo, just be yourself. If you be yourself, it's going to make everything flow a lot smoother. Oh, and the wife is trying to tell him, and the wife's trying to tell him to get rid of his best friend because his best friend's bad influence. I can relate. There's no point for that. He was having an attitude and he shot a gun in the air for no reason. So. 
Alright. Hmm. Oh, I think this guy, I think this guy has PTSD from watching that cop. Okay. Now, yeah, this ending part is really cutty. Ooh, that's that's bad. That's like, okay, okay, okay. All right, it's over now. Wow. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I, I honestly, I picked out that movie to kind of review because, I mean, there are some topics in it to talk about, but also the fact that I just think it'd be a cool movie to watch. Like, there have been a lot, there have been some movies where it's like, you know, talking about, talking about racial subjects, and I won't get into a spiel on that because I don't want any hostility towards me, but I think this one will pull it off, I hope. I hope they pull it off very well because, you know, it's showing it can go either way with the uh, white guy being the bad influence, rather. And, uh, yeah, I think... So what I'm gathering from the story is this guy, the main character, just got out of jail, right? And he's doing all this. He's meeting with his best friend, who's this white guy, who's in the ghetto. And his white friend is, like, self-conscious, so he tries to up his game, and he has a huge ego. And so they're basically trying to hold him back, hold the friend back, so that the main character doesn't end up back in jail. And then the main character sees a black guy get shot by a cop, and so it just shows how, like, and he's, like, doesn't know what to think anymore. His viewpoints have been shifted. Dude, I'm digging it, you know? There are, like, in this last scene, or this last little clip it before, he's got a gun pointed at somebody. He's telling them off, saying they make him feel like a monster in his own home. Which we don't know who that person on the other end of the gun is, because it's to pointed towards the camera. But it could be, possibly, I'm going to take a wild gander here. <laughs> Probably it's going to be a um, officer of the law. He's who he's probably looking at right now. Um, at the end, there's just multiple clips where he's running away from the law, but I'm guessing part in this one part, he's getting like arrested. I'm gonna take a guess and say that was from before. That was a flashback, rather. I haven't seen the movie yet, obviously, but we're talking about it because I know it came out and I thought it would be cool to talk about. Um, yeah, I love. I love the dude's hair. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not, like, crazy over-the-top hair, but it's also kind of got a unique personality to it. So does the... And the best friend, the white best friend, has a grill and everything, so I think that fits... I think it shows off his... Uh, egotistical side very well. Um, then, yeah, I think... I think this will be a good movie. I think I'm going to... I'll probably go see it soon. Um, I hope it doesn't get any bad reviews. Like, they have a possibility of getting... This is... They're writing a fine line. It can get really good reviews if they do it right. And if they don't do it right, then it's going to go... It's going to go really bad. Because, you know, 
people don't want to admit when they're wrong, and the, they're showing a bunch of controversial topics in this thing. So, could definitely um, get some people riled up that way. Um, let me see. Let me see what the cast of blind spot. Uh, uh, or blind spotting, I guess it is. Um, trying to see if I knew any of the actors in it. I know one, but his name is way too hard to pronounce, so I'm just gonna leave that be. Alright. Uh, looks like no, I don't know anybody on that cast. However, I'll be excited to see them in the movie. Uh, yeah. All right. We have a little bit of time left on the uh, movie, the movie genre. So I went, what movie was the last one I saw? I think the last movie I saw was Jurassic. Yeah, it was Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. And that movie, eh, I thought it was alright. I thought it was okay, because honestly, most of the dialogue in it was not... Ah, it's It's been... Yeah, dialogue has been kind of a shady place with movies lately. Because I know there's one part where the literally the, like... The uh, line where... The, 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 I don't know, something, the epic line, he's supposed to, like, say something epic, because, like, you know, the stuff's happening, it's all going down somewhere, and he's supposed to say some epic line, and I remember him going, this sucks, and, you know, this is Chris Pratt playing Owen in the movie, and uh, I love Chris Pratt, but, man, that just, I was like, oh, are you serious? And that's the best you can come up with? Are you are you for real right now? But yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of doing uh, the, the these sections, or kind of the podcast in general, is to talk about, like, my problem, not my problems, but the problems with, in my opinion, the problems with certain movies. And from what I can tell with blind spotting this uh, movie I'm supposed to be reviewing, this, uh, I think, I think it's going to go really well. Um, I believe that it will actually skyrocket rather than plummet. I hope, I hope this movie is one of those movies that sticks around for a long time. Like, you know it for, like, you'll end up showing your kids it. Because I think it does a great justice to kind of the, um, social... I mean, I, I want to say, I don't want to say troubles, but I want to say, like, social uh, epidemics. Uh, epidemics is a big word, but you get, you get what I mean. The social issues uh, around stuff. And I think that'll be a good way to show our... Um, I was just looking at another scene in it. Yeah. Alright, um... But yeah, like it'll deal with the social issues very well. Alright, and um, I believe... Oh, okay, we got some time. We got some more time. 
because we got four sections of this whole um, podcast, and this is the first section. Each te- each section is about to uh, about gonna last ten minutes long. So this is the, our first section um, talking about the movie Blind Spotting. I would definitely recommend it to go see if you haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna go see it definitely. Um, I really hope this actor does good in the movie, this main one, because I like the look of him and I like his acting style. Because like, I don't know, I can. There's a like picture right here because I've skipped to it. He's laying in his bed just thinking about stuff and just in his eyes you can see the emotion that they're trying to convey, like of pure confusion, but yet kind of guilt, not guilt, guilty of his friend, is what I'd like to say. Uh, yeah, and I'd like to see him skyrocket. Uh, the friend who's kind of playing the anti-hero, he's not a bad guy, obviously. He's not the villain, I don't think. But he's definitely playing the part of an anti-hero. Like, he's not supposed to be good for the main hero. Huh. What was that picture? I think they're awesome. I don't know how much hip hop is going to be in this, but there may be a little bit of it because in one of the scenes, they're all in a courtroom and they're all jing- jingling their uh, <laughs> shackles together, and then the friend. Is like comes like going off on some kind of tangent, but it's in like rhyme form. So maybe that would be actually I would enjoy that if they put that into the movie. I'd be so happy because I think that would be like I don't know that'd just be cool. I like hip hop and I like rap. I like rap, so that would be enjoyable for me to listen to. Um. Oh, alright. So that timer. Or that uh, alarm that just went off is going to take us to our second. Where is that thing? Uh, it's going to take us to our second subject, which is. Where are you at? Uh, it's time for our second section, which is music. Um, this uh, in the section of music where you talk about some of the old classics and the newest of today, and uh, the music we're talking about is an album by a group I'm not too familiar with. On this one, it's a. Uh, there are times where I will do ones that I know, and there will be times that I do ones that I don't know. And today, that's one that I do not I do not know, and that one is called Future. It's by Future. It's Beast Mode Two. I'm going to take a, this is going to be my first time listening to this song. It's called Future Cuddle My Wrist. That is the name of the song. Um, and it's by Future, of course, and on the album Beast Mode 2. So let's see. Oh, geez. Heavy auto tune. Not saying he ain't a great singer, but it's heavy auto tune. Okay, so far he's also all he said is cut on my wrist.
Dang. Okay. It's not too bad. I like the beat. I like the picture for the album, too. It's like these two red lions on a black background, or a white background, sorry. Hmm. It's got a it's got a great beat, as do most songs nowadays. Uh, it's gonna get stuck in your head too if you listen to it. Definitely a party song. I could hear hear this at any party. Although it's kind of a slower song, so I don't know how it would go over well with a lot of people. I personally would listen to it at a party. This is more like the like. <laughs> 5, 6 a.m. when everybody's passed out part. That's this is that's this song right now. I'm jamming to it right now, honestly. I can't play any of these things because I don't want to get in trouble for copyright or anything like that. But if you want to go check it out, it's uh, Future Cuddle My Wrist Audio. You can listen to that and come back and uh, listen to me rant and talk about it. (laughs) And it fades out. With the beat still in the background. I dig it. Hey. It's it's a definitely one of the newer rap styles, I would say. Because I, I feel like in the older rap styles, it was like NWA and, you know, uh, Eminem's kind of older rap style. He's still great, still relevant, but I'm saying he's more older uh, rap style. Because that was more clear-cut words. You were using your words to hit on people but now it's like if you got you can drop a fat beat if you can drop a fat beat and put some auto-tune on it this isn't even a diss on it if you can just drop a fat beat and put some auto-tune on it then it sounds good and a lot of people dig that and i'm okay with it i as even if i bash something and this is goes for everything on this show even if i bash something you know like a lot, maybe maybe the film Thor Ragnarok. If I start bashing that, that may be actual hatred. Um, but if I start bashing something on here, usually it's like I would still listen to like this song. I would still listen to it. I would still party to it and everything. I just don't think that it's necessarily good. Like like this song is gonna get caught in my head. It's gonna keep going. But, like, you know, it's like, I mean, not, it's one of those songs that gets cut, stuck in your head. And I'm like, I'm going to keep singing it, but I don't think it's going to be one that I'm, like, favoriting and listening to all the time. I think it'll be one of those I come back to when I'm ever in the mood to, like, just maybe get amped up or something. Um, <laughs> I wanted to make a comparison earlier. I wanted to make a comparison between this song and the, uh, <laughs> baby shark song 
you know? Because, like, that song can get stuck in your head really easy because the lyrics are super easy. And then this song can get stuck in your head really easily because the lyrics are also super easy on this one. Um, but definitely, I like Future's voice. His voice is very good. I think he... And I think... I don't know if I'm reading him too far in between the lines here, but uh, I think that Cuddle My Wrist, I think we know what he's talking about. Um, we'll see. I haven't. I didn't listen too intently on what the words are saying because I was just having my own thoughts go through my head. Let me see here real quick. Can I do anything? No, I can't. All right, there is no subtitles. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> he's saying cuddle. I know he is, but it sounds like he's saying cut up. Like, cuddle my wrist, cuddle my bitch, because that's what he says in the song. Um... Maybe, I don't know. Uh, part of me wants to say that it's like, it's just one of those songs where there's no story behind it and he's just trying to do something that's flashy, you know, and something fun. But I feel like there's a story behind it. Um, I wanted to say, like, you know, cuddle my wrists, you know, obviously. He's not, <laughs> obviously not happy entirely with his life is what I'm going to take on cuddle my wrists is, the, is what I'm guessing. And then Cuddle My Bitch is like, I feel like that's the other side of the coin. I just knocked my thing there. But I feel like that's the other side of the coin. You got Cuddle My Wrists on uh, the like sad, depressed side, you know. His life isn't perfect. But then you got Cuddle My Bitch, and it's kind of like the side of like, but I still got all these things. I still got all this nice stuff. I got this, got this chicken with me. I got all my money. I got all this, all that. But like, you know. Cuddle my wrist, cuddle my bitch. It's like, would he take happiness over all that stuff? I feel like that's the question with this song. I mean, feel free to message me and tell me if I'm wrong. I probably am, but uh, I personally think that's what it is. Uh, and yeah, I love, I love the name of it, Beast Mode. Let's see. I'm gonna do one more. Actually, yeah, I should probably do some more. Let's see. Um, Red Light, Dodo, featuring Young Scooter. I don't know who Young Scooter is, but I'll listen to it. I'll do this one. Oh, jeez. Ooh, I like the, I like the one, I like the start of this one better, actually. putting my right earphone back in so I can listen to it fully. Ah, so he's talking, he's, in this one, he's talking about money, basically. You know, he's like, taking no days off, getting that dough. I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. I'm down with that.
this is this is like the pump up song. This is the song to like for anybody who's listening to it, it's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. Oh, young scooter just came in. Young scooter, I yeah. <laughs> it's it's bad of me, but I'd rather like not rather, but I I want to hear more with young scooter in it because these two sound good together. But uh, young scooter style of rapping in this song is more what I like to listen to, you know, because he starts actual like i can hear what he's saying i can clearly tell kind of what he's meaning by each of his words Yep, yep. Alright, so and this is a three minute long song, but I'm gonna cut short right there. Yeah. I I actually like this song. Uh, a lot. I'd probably listen to this one a lot more than um than Cut on My Wrist. Because this one has, you know, more to it. There's more actual like something there's more to listen to for me. I like to I like I like the story aspects of songs a lot. I like a fat beat and everything, but story aspects really grab my attention, and that and this song kind of has it. Not really. It it I mean it has it in a way that it's like pushing someone, the listener, forward. You know, it's like basically telling the listener, "Hey, get up, let's go. We're gonna go make some money. How about that?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll do that." I'm going to get up and make some money. I'd love to do that. But yeah, and then, of course, uh, it's got uh, Future in it, and then it's got Young Scooter. Um, there are some more songs, like the there's Wi-Fi Lit, Cut On My Wrist, Racks Blues, 31 Days, Red Light, Dodo, and that features Young Scooter. Oh, timer's none, but it also has... It's also got When I Think About It and some more and then hate the real me that one's one i'm gonna be listening to because i haven't heard it yet i'm kind of interested all right that is the end of our music section um our third section for this podcast is books now before you all start to jump with excitement i know books are so exciting right uh this will deal with new releases and popular choices of books uh along with just overall great stories, even if they're not in book co- book context. Like, so if I hear a great story or if, more like around Halloween time, if I hear something like a spooky story, I'll probably talk about that rather than uh, an actual book per se. However, our first choice today is a book and it is called The Proposal by Jasmine Glory. I hope I said that right. I think I did. And I got the summary of the book right here. Um, And I'm going to read that for you guys so you kind of get a feel for what this book is. Now, this, obviously, by the name, The Proposal, 
probably not gonna be a guy book just saying and on the front it's a got a chick uh on the top upper left and on the bottom right there's a dude with a baseball cap on and then there's uh, a baseball underneath the words the proposal with palm trees hmm from the cover i'd say uh Two people experience a hunting moon, and then something goes wrong with their uh, something goes wrong with their engagement. I guess I don't know. Like after their honeymoon, they're not happy or something. Maybe they find other people. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll read from we'll read what this is about right here. All right. When freelance writer Nicole Patterson goes to a Dodgers game with her actor boyfriend his man bun, and his bros, and the last thing she expects is a scoreboard proposal. Saying no is the hard part. They've only been dating for five months, and he can't even spell her name correctly. Dude. Come on. Like, there I've met some pretty bad boyfriends. I've met some pretty bad boyfriends and some pretty bad spellers. But really... The one name you need to get right, you can't get right. Even on a proposal, I would like steal her. For, you've been together for what five months, and you still don't know her name. Red flag on that shit. Uh, there's so many. Check her Facebook, yo, <laughs> or Instagram. There has to be some social media with a real name, like the real way it needs to be spelled, and that or. And I think this takes place in current day. That or her driver's license. If you're dating, dude, you can easily get that. All right. If you've been dating for five months, even, you know, like, I don't know, play a drinking game, right? Like talk about stuff, drink, and then, you know, have one of the questions be, would you swap your driver's license with me? And then you swap it and then you figure out her freaking name. How about that? Anyway, um, he can't even spell her name correctly. The hard part is having to face a stadium full of disappointed fans. True. That is, I think that is one of the scariest moments for every guy in his life, is doing a huge proposal. Now, not all girls want a huge proposal, which is fair. And, you know, I don't, I don't judge if you don't want a huge proposal. But I feel like if you're a girl, I feel like you should, like, capitalize on that you should be like yes i want a huge proposal take me somewhere nice you douche unless you can't spell your name and it's been five months which this book is is stating and right so uh at the game with his sister carlos ibira comes to nick's rescue and rushes her away from the camera crew He's even there for her when the video goes viral and Nick's social media blows up in a bad way. Nick knows that in the wilds of LA, a handsome doctor like Carlos can't be looking for anything serious. So she embarks on an epic rebound with him, filled with food, fun, and fantastic sex. Whoa! But when their glorified hookups start breaking the rules, one of them has to be smart enough to put on the brakes. So, this chick goes to a game with her boyfriend. He asks, he proposes, she says no, or 
intends to, doesn't get to it. Everybody's looking at her. This guy, this, uh, at this game, yeah, okay, this this doctor at the game with his sister runs up, grab her, grabs her, and rushes her away from the camera crew. That's like major stuff right there. <laughs> like, Carlos just, like, blocked her boyfriend. Like, he knows something's up there. Uh, and then, and then, so to deal with it, to deal with this whole backlash of stuff, because, mind you, her, so, and, A, she has social media. He could have found her name, just saying. Uh, her social media starts blowing up. So to deal with that, she starts banging this doctor and starts eating food and having a fun time while her her five months boyfriend who thought it would be cool to propose just got shut down and completely taken out of her whole life. That is savage of her and of Carlos. That's totally savage. Like I feel I part of me Heavily feels bad for Carlos, or not Carlos, Carlos getting, Carlos banging the chick, How, why would I feel bad for her? I feel bad for the boyfriend, we don't even get his name, I mean, that is an all-time low in a book, so, I mean, if you're, if you are into this kind of, um, reading, I'm not big, I'm not a big reader, uh, as you could have probably guessed, however, um, I would recommend it. It's been like the book has been highly rated and it's, uh, yeah, the book has been rated like five stars, four and a half stars. Um, it was on, uh, some, it was on like the top list of something. I don't know. I'm not too clued into book rating systems. However, it seems like it's doing pretty well. Um, and, I mean, if you're into, like, rom-com type movies, this would probably be a good book for you. If you're into rom-com type books, this would probably be a good one for you, too. Uh, and, again, it is The Proposal by Jasmine Gullery. That is the name and author of the book. So if you want to check that out. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's fully published, so it should be available at every bookstore, every major bookstore, um, in your surrounding areas. So that'd be good. Um, it'll be interesting. Oh, okay. Finally, we are at our last sections. Our last section. Sorry, I had somebody message me. We are at the section, which is miscellaneous. And, okay, let me explain. In this section, I come up with a creative sort of game to express different types of entertainment outside of our already determined sections. So you know how, so we already have film, we have, we have film, music, and books. Or stories, I should say. And in the miscellaneous section, which is the last section... Every other type of entertainment, 
I'm going to bring into this in a kind of um, quick game uh, style. So it's it's uh, it gets its own time to shine. How about that? Um, and uh, so I come up with this creative sort of game and express it in different types of entertainment outside of the determined sections. Uh, this episode it is news. News is going to be the one today. Um, I personally am not a huge fan of the news, and I wanted to get it out there, so I at least did one with the news. So the episode for today's miscellaneous category is the news, and I've gotten 10 news stories that I, I will look at each individually, and I'll try to come up with some sort of optimistic outlook to them. Because, you know, in, in the news, in the news, in the news today, there are so many negative stories out there. Like, I can't, like, I'll, I'll watch the news and I'll get depressed and I'll have to, like, what, look away or, you know, when, whenever the news is on, I'll end up getting, I'll end up having to look away from it because it's already, it already irritates me. So I'm going to try and go through these, this list of 10 news stories um, and come up with an optimistic outlook to each one. Some are good news stories and I'll come up with an even better optimistic thing for them. Um, however, I have to do it in three minutes, which may sound like a lot of time to do this. However, I have to load each one uh, on my computer, and then I also have to read them to you so you know exactly what we're talking about. So, all right, I'm going to start the three minutes in three, two, one. Here we go. Starting the three minutes. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. There was a video, uh, wild video shows Los Angeles, Las Vegas, sorry, not Los Angeles, Las Vegas police pursuit shootout with the suspects. Jimmy Christmas. Uh, and that's going to keep going, hopefully. Uh, and body cam footage so stunning it could be mistaken for a Hollywood action flick. Uh, Metro police officer chasing two men in an SUV is seen speeding through Sin City's downtown did I say Las Vegas again? Or Los Angeles? I think it's, it's Las Vegas. And yeah, it's Las Vegas. Sin City's downtown while simultaneously shooting out his car's front windshield and trading shots from his side windshield, side window during a deadly gun battle. Wow. Okay. Um, well, dude, you will have a job in the action business after this if you really want it. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, get ready to vomit. What did I get for this one? Oh, great. I did see this story. This guy has this three-pound tumor on his chin. It is disgusting. There's nothing positive I can say about that. Other than, you know, maybe interesting floor play. I don't know. Oh, I just clicked the same one. Uh, what's this? Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. A woman impaled by a beach umbrella on New Jersey shore. A British tourist rushed. A British tourist was rushed to the hospital after she was impaled by a beach umbrella while sunbathing on the New Jersey shore on Monday. Yeah, America. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's positive about that. Um. Oh, pfft. Nikki Bella on how John Cena's on-screen sex scenes affected their sex life. I think she's just picky. I think she is just upset that John Cena's getting more pting than she's getting dick. 
that's yep. Uh, this is on this. Oh, Texas server says patron called him terrorist on receipt. Left no tip, and the hatred still exists. Jamie, first, a young restaurant server in Texas says a racist messenger allegedly scrib scribbed scribbled on a patron's receipt isn't going to get him down. Wow. Well, I mean, hey, at least you have some sort of authority against that guy because, I mean, he's obviously not too fond of terrorists. Uh, okay. I'm at, like, 15 seconds. Out-of-control driver smashes through a Taco Bell drive through and laundromat wall. Dude, this is just hilarious. That's optimistic enough. Uh, eh. Oh, Robin Williams had a real connection with the military before his death. Uh, the film reveals. Gosh, dang it. I'm not going to make third. Gah! I got through seven. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. Uh, yeah, Robin Williams had a real connection with the military before his death. I was kind of startled by that, but I was also kind of happy with it. And it explains in the, the thing that he, his first role was in the movie, I think it was, was it good? Was it called Good Morning Vietnam? I think so. Um, yeah, and that was his first role in movies. His like first big role. And so, I mean, there's nothing like bad about that one to like make anything optimistic about it, but. Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. I had to talk about Robin Williams. Uh, teenager becomes millionaire with wealthy candy business. I'm just jealous of this one. Uh, when Ella, Elena, Elena, yeah, Elena Morse was just seven years old, she asked her dad a million dollar question: Why can't we make a healthy lollipop that's good for my teeth, so that I can have candy and it wouldn't be bad for me? Today, at 13 years old, Morris is projected to make around $2 million in profits this year with her company, Zollipop. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to harp on this one. This is a good thing for her. I mean, she's going to be rolling in dough. Problem is, if I was to give a negative about it, is that she is going to have a lot of money by a very young age. And we all know when she gets to 18, she's going to do some dumb stuff with that money. <laughs> All right, and then the last one, we have old stuff. Oh, uh, incredible 5,500-year-old 5, tomb is discovered and is a find of a lifetime. Yo, I just want... I was speaking of, like, Jurassic Park earlier. Honestly, I think archaeology would be a cool career choice. Uh, but yeah, that was... That was the showman's show. That was our miscellaneous section. Um, uh, next time, which will be... what? When am I going to do this again? What is today? Today is Saturday. So the next time I do one of these will probably be next Saturday. So I'll probably do one from a week from now. And that will have a different miscellaneous topic. So every time you come in to listen to me talk, it will be a different topic for, mis for the miscellaneous section. All right, um, let's review what we had today. Today we had Blind Spotting, the trailer, and um, definitely go check it out at theaters. It's probably it's already out, I think, everywhere. Um, uh, you should definitely go check it out. I think it's going to be extremely good. I like it, and I think it's going to have some very big value, and I hope it I hope it does really well. Secondly, for music, we had Future uh, Beast Mode 2, uh, that album, with some 
with some pretty good party songs. I think I would describe them as party songs. Um, for section three, which is books, we had the proposal by Jasmine Golori. And again, you can find that probably wherever you, uh, you buy books at. I don't know. I'm not a big book person. Um, well, you can find that there, and that's more of a rom-com if you're into that type of uh, genre of entertainment. And lastly, you heard all of the news stories that are out there. <laughs> and, I mean, I think my favorite – let's pick out a favorite. I think my favorite news stories, my favorite one to come up with some something optimistic about was the Mary Poppins – one where the woman gets impaled by a beach umbrella. Now it's not fun to make fun of because I don't know if she survived or not. <laughs> oh, and she was sixty-seven. Not probably not a good idea to uh, joke about this. However, um, it was it was a it was uh, nice to make to make some light of the subject. And this one, oh, not that one. Um, <laughs> uh, and where was that? This one, yes. Uh, an out-of-control driver smashes through Taco Bell drive-thru and laundromat. I could not imagine sitting down, having a Cordito, and just seeing a just big SUV blast through the wall. Not to mention all the laundry that just got spilled over by because it went through a laundromat, too. So, those are my two favorites today. And uh, come back next week, and you'll see the new miscellaneous and some a new uh, one for film, a new one for music, and a new one for books. Until the next time, I see you all. Have a fantastic life. Be positive. Bring some opt as the miscellaneous shows. Bring some optimism to life, and it'll be. All right. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen.